Hi, I'm Dylan Vikrama and I'm chatting with Andy Dukes on Ride and Talk, the BMW Motorrad podcast. Greetings everybody and welcome back to Ride and Talk. If it's your first time here, it's great to have you along for the ride. Today's podcast is very close to my heart because it's about a guy who inspired me to ride around the world back in 2017, although his original journey involved a lot more seawater than mine did. 700 kilometers of the Pacific Ocean in fact. Life sometimes invents stories that are more incredible than any Hollywood filmmaker could ever think up. One such story is that of Dylan Wickrama, a boy who often looked out to sea from his native Sri Lanka and passionately longed to know what lay beyond the horizon. He eventually got his chance many years later on a BMW R1150 GS adventure called Bruce on which he travelled more than 210,000 kilometers on four continents over a period of 3 years. But the real adventure began at the Darien Gap between Panama and Colombia, where all roads ended. Undaunted, Dylan built a raft from 10 empty oil drums, equipped it with a sail borrowed from an abandoned boat, and then Bruce the BMW came into play. Dylan extended the shaft of the R1150 GSA and integrated the motorcycle into the raft's frame. so that it could serve as a motor for the floating platform. He filled 120 liters of petrol into jerry cans for fuel, took a few provisions and off he went. Out in the Pacific, he got caught in strong currents that pulled him deep out to sea. For days he floated aimlessly in the ocean, not knowing where he was anymore and in what direction he needed to sail. What happened out there is a spellbinding story that was first published in Dylan's book When the Road Ends. has now been made into a feature length documentary movie. First though, we need to go right back to the beginning and the island of Sri Lanka where Dylan's story began. Well, good afternoon Dylan. Welcome to Ride and Talk. It's a real pleasure to have you on as our guest. Hi Andy, it's good to be here once again. Um, how are you doing? Yeah, it's been a long time. It's been a few years for sure. I think it was uh, 2016 we met last, right? Yeah. Yeah. And as for your story, it's hard to know where to start, but I guess we've got to go back to Sri Lanka in your childhood, where you always daydreamed of adventure and and of course yearned to travel the world. Yeah, that, oh my god. Uh my childhood. That was a long time ago, you know. <laughs> um uh, yeah, I as a child I I guess uh I always dreamed of traveling the world um not just traveling traveling on a motorcycle um yeah uh, that is something um i guess you know a lot of youngsters do right um even though i didn't have a motorcycle in those days uh, i just w- watched people who had and i remember uh, as a 12 year old uh, someone gave me a lift um you know just took me for a couple of kilometers and i couldn't stop laughing i couldn't stop laughing because you know i had this 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 grin the whole time and uh, i guess that changed uh, quite a lot yeah i mean it was a tough childhood you know you you're known for your smiles but going back to going back to sri lanka it was a tough childhood where there was extreme poverty and there were many hardships i i think your father was killed also when you were just 6 years old by two robbers Yeah that's right I think that was uh a, a, a the 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 uh, the biggest hit we took as as a family uh, my mother was only just 27 years old and my ma- my father was 32 uh, when he got killed by two robbers um you know we had a a, 
a, I thought, you know, we thought we had a bright future. He's a upcoming businessman, and you know, he had a shop uh, in Colombo uh, where he sold uh, tractor spare parts and tractors, and uh, yeah. But all of a sudden, you know, uh, his death brought, um, yeah, let's say, destruction to my family actually. Um, because uh, my mother didn't know where he had invested his his money, and uh, from one day to the next, we became poor. Um, we we lost everything, and my mother was a was a uh, simple housewife up, up until that point, and then she had to start working. You know, she had she was she 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 didn't have a a, 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 a skilled. Uh, she had not learned a, a skilled trade, um, so she had to learn to sew, and she started, you know, sewing clothes in a in a garment. And uh, yeah, that was a pretty pretty uh, hard childhood. Even then, you know, she worked like seven days a week, probably ten twelve hours a day, and even then, she couldn't earn enough money for us to um, to have you know enough food. Um, so I, I remember sometimes how. I cried in the in the night um, because of hunger, because we we did not have a, a single corn of rice uh, in the house, and we didn't have our own house. You know, we were just basically going from place to place. Um, you know, uh, we were renting uh, at the beginning. You know, my my father he had rented a, a large house in in, in Colombo. And his idea was to build a, build a house, and they were uh, looking for a property to to buy, or, 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 or and and then and then build up a house. And then you know he died, uh, so we were just left with nothing. And uh, my mother uh, had to keep on you know moving from one place to the other because you know the rent was uh, was was too much to bear. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's certainly for yourself as as the eldest child, and I think there were four mouths to feed as well, and. And, the, you know, the support from your father's old business partners seemed to disappear into thin air, you know, after yeah, he was gone. Absolutely. So it, it can't have been easy as the eldest child. I guess you also had to become the head of a family in, in, a, in a way. Yeah, it, I did take some responsibility. Um, like, uh, you know, after school, I remember going to work in a, in a small factory where we produced um, small rubber parts. Um, and uh, you know, so so after school, I just went there and worked until it got dark. Uh, so that gave us a few rupees more. Uh, so I, you know, gave everything what I earned in that little factory to my mother, so we yeah. could buy uh, a little bit of food. Oh, brilliant! And obviously, even though you had your head down, you must have kept dreaming of of adventure and travel to faraway places. And of course, you you eventually got your chance as a man in his thirties, I think. You know, living in Switzerland with your own business and, and plenty of money, but still there seemed to be something missing. I think you were restless and had itchy feet, as we say in English. Yes, I, I, I don't say that uh, I had plenty of money, but uh, I was comfortable compared to um, you know how I grew up as a child with, with nothing. And I was fortunate, eno fortunate enough to uh, uh, come to Europe, living in Switzerland, and I had established my my business. Uh, you know, I was running a, a motor car repair service uh, workshop, uh, buying and selling cars. So I was I was doing pretty good. Um, but you know, later on, I started uh, asking myself, you know, what this life is all about. You know, the purpose of life. Uh, I don't know if that was um, 
a midlife crisis because I was hitting my 40s. <laughs> but I, I, I guess not because, you know, I've been, I'd been going through that, that, that phase for a, for, a, for a number of years. Um, I, think, I think we all have these conversations with ourselves around that time, don't we? What, what we've done, what we've achieved, what, we've, what we still feel that we have to achieve, what's out there. What's gone before? Exactly, exactly. Um, there was there was a time when one of my uh, customers, he was a, a, a you know someone with, with quite a bit of money, and he offered me a, a loan. Uh, he said, you know, you could have up to one million to you know build up your business. Um, do you want to you want to you know do do better um, because you know you are a great mechanic and you, know, you seem to be. Uh, doing quite well business-wise. So actually, I started dreaming about, you know, expanding my business. But at the same time, I asked, I started asking the question, hey, what am I doing? What, you know, okay, you make a lot of money and then and then what? Um, and that, that's, that's the, the, the starting point of all this, um, you know, I, I, I knew that, you know, I was dreaming of traveling the world as a child. Um, and, and then uh, all of a sudden, I remember it was a one winter evening. I was under the shower after a hard day's work. I came uh, and I was like, uh, I want to get out. And it is time to do this world tour. Uh, and that was it. Uh, and then I started uh, planning to to sell off my uh, my my business. Um, it didn't take long, actually. You know, uh, there's there's a funny thing about about you know uh, when I when I think about something, it automatically happens. I don't know, you know, what's wrong with me, or you know why that happens. Like a couple of weeks later. A guy walks into my uh, my garage and he said, "Hey, Dylan, uh, I'm looking for a place to buy like like yours." And I said, "Here it is. You can buy it." <laughs> that was it. wow. I think you must have um, you know good luck charm about you or something like that because things like that don't happen to everybody. But but of course they do say that the hardest thing to do when planning a big trip like you did was actually taking the decision to go. But it sounds as if your time in taking the decision and actually leaving was was pretty soon. It was. I mean, uh, it it only took a couple of months until uh, everything was ready and I was uh, on the road. Uh, you know, it wasn't a you know such a spectacular uh, departure. I mean, there was there weren't there weren't people you know waving me goodbye and there was not. Um, um, like you know, I'm going on this 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 long adventure trip, and uh, and I, I I had no plans, you know. I just wanted to get out and and see the world and and find answers to to the meaning of life and what this life is. Because you know, I had been as I said earlier, I was I was asking this question, the purpose of life for a, for a, for a number of years. Um, because money is one thing, uh, but having that inner peace is something else. Absolutely. And of course, you eventually set off, I think it, was it in 2011? Um, on a, 2010. On, 2010, was it? Okay. On a, on a BMW R1150 GS adventure that you called Bruce. What was the reason for the name? I have no idea why I called my motorcycle Bruce because uh, I guess it's it's because of my size. Um, you know, I'm a I'm I'm a small guy, uh, 
uh, five foot six. Um, and a lot of people don't even believe when I tell that is my motorcycle. Um, uh, so, you know, that, that bike being so large, uh, I guess, you know, I couldn't give it a, a, a girl's name. <laughs> Bruce, Bruce Willis, you know, die hard, uh, all that. I don't know. Yeah, probably it's because of that. Yeah, understood totally. I used to I used to own a GS Adventure 1150, and I uh, wish I'd never sold it. But there you go. So, two hundred thousand kilometers, three years, four continents later, you found yourself in Panama, where all roads suddenly ended. Tell us about the Durian Gap of that time, with the jungle, the swamps, and the drug runners. Yeah, um, Durian Jungle. Actually, I. I, I didn't know anything about the Darien until I got to Canada. Uh, so in Canada, I, I met a, a guy, uh, another biker, uh, and he told me about the Darien Gap. He said, uh, you know, you have to organize a boat to, to go across it. And um, I was like, what? You know, there, there's this Pan-American highway. That's the longest road in the world. Um, but, you know, as we know, it now that uh, this road doesn't continue all the way from Alaska down to Argentina. So uh, Darien, uh, how to go around the Darien was a, was a mystery in 2000, uh, 2013, 2012, 2013, because there weren't uh, many information on in the internet. So uh, I, basically, if you, if you just Google it, uh, you 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 found nothing you know there were no boats nothing um so i thought why not give it a go you know you are you are on an adventure trip and uh, you know you can do this adventure in a unique way so that's that's how i came up with this uh, idea of building a raft and going around it although i heard that this area is a, is a very dangerous one um because with the drug runners and um and the jungle being being so so vast uh, and 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 also the unpredictable ocean yeah i mean at, at that time i think most overlanders looked for a space on a boat or or if they could afford it maybe flew their bikes from panama to colombia to continue their journeys but but you made a rough out of 10 oil barrels and used your gs to power it why and how you know in 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 those days, I didn't know any bikers. You know, when I started off my, my around-the-world tour, I thought I was the only one who is traveling around the world. And nowadays, you, 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 you hear about so many people doing the same journey. Uh, and in fact, when I was in Canada, it was the first time I met, uh, I, 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 I got to know that there are motorcycle meetings. Um, so... You know, without that knowledge that, you know, there's this, you know, you could take a motorcycle with a boat to, to, to Colombia, I mean, from Panama to Colombia, uh, it, it seemed like a, like a big adventure to me. I mean, I mean, I love adventure and I wanted to do something uh, unique anyway. Uh, so this was the opportunity. Uh, so I was basically trying to figure out how to, you know, go from, from Panama to Colombia um, I mean, if there was a, uh, if there'd been a, a ferry, I would have taken it because I did that quite a few times uh, when I was traveling from, you know, through the Indonesian islands. Uh, like I, I took many times. You're an engineer um, and, you know, you've got a creative mind. And, and from watching the film, you'd been pondering about this for some time, hadn't you? If it's possible as a, as a technical solution to do something like this with your motorcycle and 
And I think that had been playing on you. And I think you just wanted to, to somehow find a way to make that happen, didn't you? Yeah, absolutely. As later on, you know, I started thinking of uh, how to make a, a, a raft, you know, cheap as possible because I didn't have uh, lots of money at the time. You know, it was it was two and a half years after or even three years after I had started a, uh, my journey. So it was like, you know, my, my money was like going out. So I had very few dollars left. Um, so I remember, you know, sitting in my tent thinking about how to create a raft, you know, the, the, the cheapest way. So the one idea was to get pet bottles. You know, I thought uh, seriously, I was thinking about, you know, collecting loads of pet bottles and, and, you know, create a raft with that. But then later on, I came up with the idea of uh, building a raft with, with 10 oil drums. Um, yeah, that, that was the easiest and, and the safest, you know, you could, uh, so you could put a motorcycle on it. So the idea was to, you know, use my motorcycle engine as uh, the, the power source. Um, instead of the the rear wheel, I I connected a connected um, a, a, a shaft to uh, to the final drive, and extended that with a one and a half meter um, shaft, and 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 put a propeller on that, and you know off I went. It's a, it's just fantastic. It's the stuff of dreams, isn't it? You know, a little sketch appears in your mind you draw it out and you think well hey this this could work and then you 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 know you're in panama and you're and you find a way and you uh, meet the meet the right people and people help you out and, and all of a sudden you you have this thing that you've built but you didn't really have time to test it out though did you you just set off because i think there was some bad weather forecast or yeah um there were quite a few reasons why i had to leave so quickly because uh one thing was uh, the, the the rainy season was approaching and the next thing was i had built a raft but i couldn't keep it in that bay for too long before the police uh, you know uh, found out that i was about to do a, an illegal journey it was an illegal journey actually um because when i when i um, wanted to get a, a get an exit stamp on my passport they said uh, no way you're not going to leave panama with with that thing that's that that's that's not uh, <laughs> you're going to get yourself killed you know we can't be held responsible for you for you so um yeah so therefore i didn't have much uh, much time and the opportunity to try it out so so i just took the chance and 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 left Wow. I mean, talk about a leap into the unknown. I mean, you weren't a sailor nor a navigator. You didn't really even know if it would work. You just followed your dreams and, well, basically slipped away in, in the middle of the night, didn't you? <laughs> I had to. <laughs> that was otherwise, I, I, yeah, I, um, there, there was a, it was a, the, the, the strangest thing, you know, you're just uh, without being a sailor and without ever having been on the ocean before, uh, all of a sudden you find yourself in the dark <laughs> on, 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 uh, on, on 10 oil drums and with a motorcycle. <laughs> there was, uh, there was, it wasn't as funny as it, it's, it sounds now. Um, I had to learn very quickly how to sail and, you know, it's uh, the navigation and there was so much going on in uh, that time. The wind was blowing uh, from every direction, the waves and yeah, but uh, but it was a it was an adventure. 
It's the essence of adventure. I mean, so there you are on a raft powered by your GS and a tiny sail taking on the mighty Pacific Ocean. I don't want to give too much away, Dylan, but how long did you originally think the journey would take? And how, how far out was this estimate in the end? Um, I thought the journey would take around two weeks. Uh, that's what I believe because, you know, Panama, the the... the that stretch was like, uh, or the, the journey was like 700 kilometers or 700, 750 kilometers. Um, I thought three week, three weeks the most. Um, but uh, it took a much, much longer to, to, to reach Colombia. Yeah, I think it, in the end it was, uh, it was over six weeks, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I think uh, it was like nearly 50 days Goodness me. I mean, there are so many things that happened during those weeks at sea that, that you could write a book about them. Well, in fact, you did. I mean, that was called When the Road Ends. That was published in 2015. I read that book soon after then. And, and then I met you at BMW Motorrad Days in 2016. And everyone that I'd spoken to who'd followed your original trip and heard your story or even read the book, they were saying that the best way to give people the chance to experience this amazing journey was for you to return to Panama find some of those original characters that had helped you in the first place and retell this unique story, you know, as a feature-length documentary-style film. And, well, that's exactly what you've done, isn't it? Yeah, when I when I set off uh, at the beginning, I never dreamt of uh, making a film. Even after having done all these, uh, these adventures, I, I come home and uh, I, I thought, yeah, uh, I'd write a book and, and that's it. And I, I held quite a few uh, presentations about about my journey. Um, but in 2010, I met a guy in Dubai uh, called Ali. Uh, he's an Austrian guy born to uh, um, Iranian parents, and uh, he ex- he saw me in Dubai and and he started following my journey. So once I came back, he. Uh, bought my book and read it and he said hey Dylan I want to really I really want to see you so uh, when I was passing through I went to visit him and uh, he, and he, he said uh, you know can you do a little presentation in my in my village uh, which I did and he and then he saw my my videos and then he said Dylan you really got to make a movie out of this I have some friends let's get together so that's how this whole movie thing uh you know, started the idea at least, but then again, uh, they wanted a hundred thousand euros to to make a decent um, documentary, a sixty-minute documentary, and, uh, and I didn't have that money, and and then we started uh, a crowdfunding thing, um, but it only brought uh, six or seven thousand euros. Uh, with that, you know, that was the end of uh, my 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 film. But then, you know, I always say when I do a presentation that, you know, when you are at the end of the road, uh, you have to believe in yourself. And, you know, you can build your own raft and take that, you know, do that journey um, by yourself. Um, so remembering what I always preach to people, I said, hey, you are at the end of the road here again. Uh, build your raft. Uh, so you know, with, without being a, a filmmaker, I started 
making my 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 movie. Well, you, I, I tell I tell you what, you're um, you're a quick learner, and you did a fantastic job because I watched it over the weekend with my wife and son, and and we were spellbound from start to finish. I mean, it's got all the ingredients, you know, of a perfect story. It's got drama, it's got inner conflict, tension, surprise, suspense. Think sharks. Memorable characters and setting. I mean, it's even got a surprising ending. So you must have enjoyed the process of, of reliving your adventure when putting all of that footage together. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you know, even to this day, uh, I can't believe that uh, that 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 I was able to 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 create a movie um, in such quality. I mean, you know, I'm not just blowing my own trumpet here. I'm, I'm just, you know, when I, I have, this film has been seen by hundreds of people now. Uh, and every time, you know, people come up to me with tears in their eyes. Uh, because, you know, it's a, it's a powerful story. And I was lucky to have that powerful story with those, those, those special characters uh it just i don't know i have been i have been again a lucky man <laughs> well i i always think people make their own luck dylan but yeah like you say you you've you've showed the film to quite a few people you i think you managed to preview it in a in a few cinemas before coronavirus hit but the good news is that it's now available worldwide for streaming and download on multiple platforms in multiple language and subtitle options so can you tell us a little bit more about that please um Yes, and it, it it was quite unfortunate that we couldn't do an extensive uh, a tour with the with the with the film and and show it in 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 more cinemas. Um, but the good thing is that we released it on the twelfth of May, and uh, now it's available on iTunes and uh, Amazon, Google Play, and you know such uh, major uh, video on demand platforms. Uh, to be seen and also it's in three languages plus uh, you can watch it with with subtitles uh, in Italian, uh, French, Spanish and Japanese even. Uh, I think probably uh, there might be even a few more uh, versions coming out uh, in the future. Oh, that sounds fantastic and of course apart from the great storyline there are so many positive messages throughout that film. Messages of optimism, hope, chasing your dreams appreciating the little things in life, the kindness of strangers. It's all there. You packed it in. But I guess you certainly had a lot of time to think while you were stuck on that little rough, Dylan. <laughs> if I had time to think, yeah, I, I had a lot of time to think. Um, but uh, there, was, there was nothing about, you know, I wasn't thinking about, you know, is it going to be a great story? All I, <laughs> my, my mind was full of, how am I going to get out of this? <laughs> <laughs> at the time because you know i was i was on the the, the biggest ocean uh in the world and uh, my raft was drifting in a, in a in a wrong direction and i i, I had problems with navigation and uh, yeah um <laughs> it's, it, it it was a big adventure but everything else came you know a, a, a few years after well, you did get out of it, of course, and because you're here today, we know that you made it to Colombia safely and finished your round-the-world journey. But, but what of Bruce, your GSA? What happened to him in the end? Um, Bruce, I had to bring back to Switzerland. Uh, I was originally planning on uh, you know, giving it to a, 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 
museum in in Buenos Aires or you know Argentina somewhere but then the people in Switzerland said no you're going to bring that back to Switzerland um, you know if you don't have money we will you know uh, we'll collect some money and so you can bring it so um eventually i brought it back to uh, switzerland and he's on retirement now uh, enjoying life in a in a barn somewhere in switzerland uh, i i didn't even wash bruce after the tour i just wanted to have him exactly uh, as he was um, i didn't want to you know change parts and and uh, you know uh, you know start riding him again so um, yeah it's i'm i'm taking bruce now and then to uh, like exhibitions and uh, different fairs motorcycle fairs and, and 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 meetings and things like that um but yeah bruce is 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 a happy chappy here in switzerland uh, thinking about all those adventures that he did with dylan uh, the crazy guy <laughs> absolutely totally understand that totally understand not wanting to wash or change anything um and if people listening are wondering what happened to the raft, well, I'm not going to tell you. You're just going to have to watch the movie and see. But what about you, Dylan? What about your wanderlust? Have you still got those itchy feet and a desire to travel? Or have you got too used to the comforts of a camper van now you're married? Uh, yes, I, I still got itchy feet, uh, but uh, it, I'm, I'm not in search of anything. I'm a very happy man, uh, much, much happier than uh, when I started off. Uh, on my journey um, I, I'd say I'm just living to enjoy life rather than uh, trying to you know look for the meaning of life because I, I found out that uh, the meaning of life is a, is a very simple thing and that is to be happy and and I'm doing everything that makes me happy right now Dylan it's been an absolute pleasure mate before we go, can you please point the listeners in the right direction so they can find that movie? It's very simple. You just go to Google and give When the Road Ends, Lost in the Pacific, and I'm sure you'll find uh, you know many platforms and, and a lot of information about it. You can also re- uh, visit uh, Info... Uh, sorry, <laughs> Ride to Explore. It's written Ride 2 and X without E, Plore. Uh, dot com uh, you land on my website and you, there's also a lot of information and um, a lot of uh, background information to the film and how it came to be and the making of and all those sort of things uh, but it'll be available on iTunes uh, Google um, Play and uh, Amazon and, and, and such places uh, platforms like that um, yeah you simply just Google my name probably and you'll find find that movie quite easily. We'll put those links in the show notes as well, just so people can uh, find it easily, and I thoroughly recommend it. Thanks for coming on Ride and Talk, Dylan. Hopefully we'll see you at BMW Motor Days in 2021. Cheers, mate. Thank you very much, Andy. It was a pleasure talking to you. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks, Dylan. What a story. And well done for bringing the film to fruition. Having seen the movie, I can thoroughly recommend it to anyone who dreams of seemingly impossible adventures in faraway places, with or without a motorcycle. Like all great stories, it's got something for everybody and will remain in your memory for a long time. That's it for now, but do let us know what you think of the film. 
Perhaps we can organise a special screening with Dylan at next year's BMW Motorrad Days. Thanks for listening to Ride and Talk today, and rest assured we'll be back soon with more unforgettable motorcycle stories. Bye for now. <laughs>